welcome back to the Draft House Ditherers podcast. My name's Tiffany, and today I'm drinking a Red's Blueberry Ale. I'm Ethan, and I'm drinking a Cider Boys Raspberry Smash. I'm Brian, and I'm drinking Lina Kugel's Berry Vice. This podcast is a couple of friends that grab some brews and discuss cool or interesting ideas. Want to give a short shout out to Audacity that lets us edit our podcasts for free, and also to Soundation, that really awesome intro-outro that I made. Got to use that for free as well. Um, so thanks to those folks for making that open source software. It's excellent. Today, we're going to have fun, kind of a fun one. We're going to discuss some conspiracy theories. Some of them are just kind of goofy ones. Some of them are more serious. Some of them are rage-inducing. What's a conspiracy theory? Conspiracy theory is basically an event has happened and a group of usually misinformed, generally dumb people, no offense, uh, have decided that's not how it went and come up with some ridiculous ideas about how things actually went. As a hobby conspiracist, I find that very offensive. I'm sorry. I, just, it's, I think it might mostly be that the ones that I have are ridiculous and slightly rage-inducing. So, should we just jump right into it? Sure. So the first one I'm going to talk about is uh, crisis actors. There are people that think that a lot of the uh, mass shootings in the United States uh, have been faked. They oh, claim, claim that they were faked by President Obama. Uh, I love you, Obama. Come back. Um, <laughs> in order to... Uh, Joe, was that you? <laughs> <laughs> to increase gun control. They're saying that these were faked because at two shootings, I want to say the Aurora, California... No, Aurora, Colorado, excuse me. And the Sandy Hook shooting, there was a generic-looking white girl with brown hair. They're like, that's the same girl. Uh, they're lying. So... They're saying that the government fakes these mass shootings and uh, that these crisis actors are hired by the government uh, to deceive the public. And uh, that makes me very angry. Because can you? Uh, the problem is, it's not just that it's a theory. It's that these people have been finding the families of those who um, were lost in those incidents and harassing them, saying, you're a liar, like, that never happened. Can you, like, the amount of, like, your child was never brutally murdered. Yeah, Come at you me, never bro. that child. You never even had that child. Like you just made it up. Like how heartbreaking. Like, do you need any more stress? So that's that's one of my favorite ones because it's so stupid and just rage inducing. I believe there was a lot of that with after um, with a lot of nine conspiracy theorists too. That you know that a lot of those deaths didn't happen, and you know he couldn't have been there because he was on an airplane roster the same day. The guy you're talking about's name was Adam Johnson. There's like thousands of those. It's always this. It's it's always a thing where they find one thing that confirms their theory, and it's just like locked in stone. Like that. Yep. Yep. There it is. There's an inconsistency in someone someone's statement who just you know experienced a horrible trauma. You know, they just witnessed a school shooting, but you know what? They said they were in math class. They were actually in English. It's kind of a uh, a running theme among all of the conspiracy theories I've looked up that the inconsistencies among observers are what is cited as proof that the conspiracy is real, despite the fact that it is well documented that um, bystanders and observers of events are tremendously unreliable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really have much to say about this one except you know how incredibly stupid it is. Now, now, did, uh, did you go over? Like, did you mention why they think that President Obama was staging all these shootings? It was yeah, like, to, to increase gun control, trying to take away people's guns. Well, man, he sucks. <laughs> Everyone still has their guns. You know what else he sucks at? He wiretapped our <clears throat> delightful president and gathered all this information, did absolutely nothing with it, and then left office. And what we, a madman! We could get into that, but all of that actually did happen, except for the part where it was Obama who did it, right? Well, just like, what and just he's uh, can't even speak words. I'm so upset. But yeah, um, it was Aurora Sandy Hook, and actually also the Boston bombing. Was it's the same oh, girl? I remember that one because it's a generic white girl with brown hair. Like some people look alike. They're called doppelgangers. I have a doppelganger in Fargo who apparently owns a bakery. I have a dop- you want a bakery? That's so nice. <laughs> I have a doppelbanger who is a comedian. Did I say banger? Yeah, you did. Do- doppelbanger. Wow. I'm drunk already. Freudian slip there? Stop me. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I have a doppelganger who appears in many uh, motion pictures, so. Yep. So, 
Wish I could do his voice. It's Otherwise, it's not going to come across on the radio. So those three girls in particular were like ruthlessly harassed in real life and online. Uh, people claiming that they were that she's a crisis actor and she didn't actually lose anybody. So that's pretty. Where that's pretty do exciting. I sign up for these jobs where I just have to lie about something for one day and then get paid for the rest of my life? I don't know. Apparently, you need to ask, what's his name? James Tracy? George Soros? Become the spokesman for a failing C- uh, mega corporation. That'd probably do it. All right. All right. Ethan, what do you got for us? Um, well, my personal favorite conspiracy theory of all time, and I've given several talks and presentations on this. Uh, did you guys know that we, during the Apollo missions in the 1960s, did not land on the moon? Oh, I hate this one. <laughs> we did not land on the moon. This is 100% historical fact, and if you don't believe it, you're wrong. I feel like astronauts would like to punch you in the face. Okay, I got a few things for you here. So, they say the moon landing was faked because we needed to win the space war with Russia. You know, who was going to get to space first? There's also this great fear that we developed some sort of, like planetary weapon system but that just seems way too contrived and expensive when we can literally end the world with the push of a button so i was gonna say we already have icbms they're basically space missiles anyway so but so actually um i looked i looked at the statistics something like 14 to 20 percent of americans believe that the moon landings were faked and 28 percent of russians the incentive seems higher on that i I can see that the thing is with the moon landing when it was When the moon landing happened, that was 1969, we didn't have a very robust satellite network system for communication system. Right. It was primarily ground-based radio stations around the globe. That's how the Apollo missions were tracked and a few specialized satellites to, you know, relay. But the Russians were listening too. They were paying incredibly close attention to every one of these missions. And if they got even the inkling that we were faking it, they would have called us on it. Because probably, yeah. that would have just completely... I mean, they probably still said we were faking it. That's the thing. They would have, but they, they had no proof. If they had irrefutable proof, they would have dropped that on the table and be like, Ha! <laughs> gotcha. All right. That's fair. But did you know that there are a number of different evidentiary reasons to believe that the moon landings were faked? One of them Ir- had something to do with like the shadow or like the flag wave. Irrefutable right? evidence. And I have a great number of these to go over because I consider myself a bit of an expert on the subject. In that, I read the Wikipedia page right before this. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be an expert on this stuff, but it's been it's been a while. It's almost 10 years since I last gave a talk on this. So, one of the things that people complain about is that all the photos released from the moon landings are incredibly high quality. You know, nice shots, everything's in focus, everything's clear for a camera in the 1960s. What do you think about that? It's NASA. That's what they, I they also had... Like small ear pieces when everybody else was using the big muff. Yeah. Ear, you know, like ear. It's NASA. Covers. They have technology way beyond what the rest of us have available to us, I would assume. I'm also not a photography expert, but I'm just kind of assuming that, you know, you can get incredibly high quality photos. There are photos from like the turn of the, you know, 20th century that are incredibly high quality when you look at them. It's absolutely right. Um, I forget what type of photography it is, but actually, digital photography early digital photography lost a lot of its fidelity compared to just yeah it was when they switched from one system to another if i remember right yeah it's just ordinary film photography is always going to be so much more sharp simply because it is you're getting a full spectrum of light whereas digital is kind of recreating the image digitally so those are all very good ways to explain away the photo quality issue but nasa's explanation is actually much simpler and much easier the only photos we published of those landings were the ones that were in focus and looked good. I mean, that's, that's a good also point. A good They're not gonna, why would they publish everything I mean, else? if anybody's ever actually watched the video footage mm-hmm. of like Neil Armstrong getting off the, uh, ooh, the lander. Ooh. Continue, but that's my next point. Uh, right. It's grainy, fuzzy, and in very low quality. Yes. Now, the important question. Who shot that video? Because, as we know, Neil Armstrong was the first man on the moon. The camera was attached to one of the lander legs. God, curse you, Brian, and your knowledge of science. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I didn't research this one at all, so I have no knowledge of that at all. Oh, I'm just asking you guys questions to see if you can poke holes in this stuff without even knowing what the right answers are. I mean, yeah, my, my assumption would be that the camera was attached to something else. Indeed, indeed. Uh, there was one more about 
photographs, but I it can't. was. I think it was. I've read it f- before. Something about. Oh, there's another shot of them coming off the limb from like oh, a distance. Yeah. The thing is, they got out of the limb, set up the camera. Oh no, no, sorry. It was. I believe it was Neil Armstrong who, after he got off, set up a good, nice camera, and shot. Um, crap, I forgot his name now. Was it Buzz? Aldrin? Was it Aldrin? I have no idea. Yeah. Is uh, it Buzz Aldrin the one that someone told him he didn't land on the movie, just went up and punched him in the face? He clocked him, yeah. <laughs> That's what you deserve. But yeah, I think, you know, that was who was getting off the limb the second time and had the the other camera. I know there is numerous images of one of the astronauts and then that iconic moon photo of, you know, it's just the astronaut yep. standing there. And there's the reflection of the other guy with the camera. Yeah. That's the only image of the other guy with the camera in the reflection of his comrades. Uh, Visor. Right. Comrade. Yes. They're cosmonauts. All right. That was a Russian um, conspiracy. There are another thing people have complained about that proves that this was done in a studio. There are no stars in any of the photographs. Does any Does anybody understand what, um, what is it I'm trying to get at? Light levels are? Curse you, Brian, in your knowledge of science. All Thank- of the photographs were taken during the lunar daytime, which means that the sun would have washed out any visible stars. Can you see stars during the daytime on Earth? Yes. A star. I'm right here. I'm a star. Shut up. Well, also, like, if you just have, like, your regular, like, phone camera and try and take a picture of the stars, it's going to be very, very difficult to see. Even, and that's with, like, you know, the fanciest cameras we have available. So, I mean, a camera back in the 60s probably couldn't even pick them up anyway. Right. Even if it wasn't Lunar Day Tam or whatever. That's exactly that right. Yeah. Uh, the, my, my, uh, Apologies. Are you ready to check the game right now? No, I'm just muting it. Um, the next one is the shadows don't um, consistently fall across the um, photos. So Optical illusion. I shouldn't have to go over this one. The Mythbusters went over it. Uh, the Mythbusters did an entire episode on this, I and know. I have not watched it for some reason. Oh, it is a great episode. I don't know. To be honest, that show's been kind of ruined for me ever since I found out those two don't like each other. Yeah, it is. I, I know it shouldn't matter, but it matters to me. It's a little unfortunate. I'll admit it. Um, and every time they do an AMA, they're like, are you guys friends yet? And every time they're like, no, we still don't like each other. The uh, other explanation pointed out is that there are multiple light sources that, uh, you know, interfere with the shadows drawing nice, you know, just like on Earth. I say, and also maybe the way the moon is and the distance it is from the sun, maybe shadows are different there. You don't know. You haven't been to the moon. I just, I, the Mythbusters did a great job of explaining why the angles could be different. They demonstrated doing it with a single light source that it is possible that a single light source can create non, you know, parallel shadows. It's just kind of the way, Yeah. it's it's an illusion of the angle that you're viewing. I mean, honestly, in my opinion, if the shadows were distinct and, you know, very sharp, that would almost be more of an indication of staging to me because it would mean that somebody had deliberately set up a light source to be as, you know... You know what I mean. Can I ask a stupid question? Sure. Have we sent anybody to the moon since? Uh, How many missions were there? Crap. I actually don't know. People missions? I'm pretty sure we have. Um, They're the last. uh, I gotta have to look this up. But not recently. Yeah, no. The last, I believe the last, I want to say the last lunar mission, the last Apollo mission was in like 78. Okay. I feel a little less dumb since that was clearly way before my time. Yeah, no, we, there were like another we were going to go up to Apollo 20 was planned, but the last three were scrapped. I believe Apollo 17 was the last one. Okay. And then we used the last three Apollo rockets we built to create Skylab. Okay, cool. So, the other thing, in all the photos taken miles apart from one another, the background images are the same, indicating that this was shot in a single studio. Okay, so... Let's assume I'm in Montana, right? Yes. And I, I take a picture out on the prairie, and then I walk 10 miles north and take another picture on the prairie with the Rocky sure. Mountains in the background. Yep. They're like, you know, they could be like 100 miles away. Ain't gonna change. <laughs> Damn, he's good at this. That is well, the exact I, okay, explanation. Okay, even I would have gotten that one. He just took it. But, um, yeah, I mean, take a picture in the middle of the desert, you know, walk 50 feet, take another picture in the middle of the desert, ain't gonna look the same. You know what I mean? And even more so, there's no atmosphere or hazing on the yeah. moon to obscure the background, and therefore doesn't change very much when there are, in this case, mountains in the background. So, And my final explanation for why the moon landing was totally, definitely fake. <laughs> the flag is waving. 
Do I have to explain Newton's third law of motion? The flag is waving! Brian, there's no wind on the moon! So, the Mythbusters did this one as well. Um, when they stuck the flag in, they twisted the flagpole to actually yes. get it to stick in the moon. Uh-huh. That twisting motion imparted force into the flag. There was no atmosphere causing drag on the flag. Alternative so, facts. So are you saying that it's still waving to this day? No, it... No, it's eventually, it, one it's, of them actually, one of the flags fell over. The rest are still standing. Uh, the flag should also be probably bleached white by this probably, point. but the so. flag fell over because of the takeoff of one of the landers. Well, yeah, I was it, just trying to make a bad meme joke. Okay, continue. What? Oh, uh, did I miss a meme? Well, so no. Some I, people say it's still waving to this day. I was making oh, that reference. It enough. wasn't a good one. I said it was a bad meme reference. Anyway, continue. But yeah, no, that it's just it's basic physics. Like, yes, they used a T, a t- like a like sort of a. T-shaped flagpole to hold the flag, which, as they twisted when planting, caused the flag to, to wave. <gasps> gasp, wave back and forth. And, and then, because there is no atmosphere, there's no drag on the flag, and it continues to move it because did, it did eventually slow down and stop. Yeah, it, the pole I would have a. They took the picture. He went up there and flapped it so you could see it. That's probably intentional. I mean, yeah. they did. They did pull it out and like stretch it. The other thing people mentioned is that the flag looks like it's waving because it's kind of ripply in the photo that's actually because it was folded up on the trip and therefore had creases it was wrinkly boom get your crappy conspiracy theory out of here brian what do you got roasted what do i got yep which one do i want to start with i'm gonna start with lizard people yes the theory that the majority of the world leaders are in fact uh shapeshifters lizard people um, from, ooh, Alpha Draconis is the name of the star system from which they come. That sounds way cooler than... I thought they were from Omicron Persei 8. No. What do they call our star system? Solaris? Sol? Sol. That's our star name is Sol. That's so boring. Why can't we be Alpha Draconis? Because we're Sol. Because the lizard people own that one god. Yeah. Don't you pay well. attention? Continue, Brian. So anyway, are you a lizard person? Now, before I answer that question, <laughs> can I ask you a far more important question? I suppose. Are you a lizard person? Yes. So, this actually comes from a joke. Um, Louis C.K. was asking, was it Donald Rumsfeld, like interviewing him, for, asked, are you a lizard person? And now, that is a stupid question to ask a politician. Especially if the politician has never heard of the theory of lizard people before. He's not going to know what the hell that is. Instantly kicks into, you know, politician mode and avoids the question because it's stupid. I mean, if you'd asked him what he had for breakfast, he'd probably avoid that question. Yeah. But the point is, and then uh, Louis C.K. joked later that perhaps lizard people can't lie about being lizard people. And if you ask them a question, they either divert or have to say yes. So, I mean, if somebody were to believe that, I don't. There's no indication to suggest that actual people who believe in the lizard people theory believe that. But if they did... It'd be pretty easy to, you know, dissuade them, just say no. Although I'd feel far more entertained to play into their schizophrenic well, yeah. paranoia. So, uh, my my entire knowledge of the lizard people phenomenon, I'm not going to call it a conspiracy because it's true, um, <laughs> is that virtually any individual who is caught slow blinking on camera, on, on like a video camera, will be accused of being a lizard person. Most notably to me, Vikings quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. People uh, say he's a lizard person? Yeah, because he had a video where he sort of slow blinked, and people say that's one of those things where they have to... Lizard people slow blink? Or it's like a, they have a, they they blink differently, like their eyelids move differently. It's something <sighs> really stupid. Don't lizard people eyelids uh, close like S- elevator doors instead? Sideways, yeah. yeah. They're like um, some other right. species so, of So the point blink. is that like because they're slow blinking, like really slow. Maybe it's maybe it's a really fast blink. I don't remember. Either way, it's a we- when they blink weirdly. And it's right. a single blink. Somebody will inevitably slow it down and be like, see, see, lizard person. Now, those of us who are Vikings fans greatly enjoy this because now, before his horrific injury, Teddy Bridgewater did something athletic. We would just say he moved with reptilian speed and agility. <laughs> it's just, the theory was, it was. Oh, so what do they propose? These lizard people are here doing exactly? Uh, they are ruling the world. They're taking over. Are they uh, who also runs the Illuminati? Yes, the Freemasons, the Illuminati. And Bilderberg. And Bilderberg, any the secret organiz- lizard naughty? Yes, Aha! that was bad. Boom, Sorry. the uh, iguana naughty. There you go. Damn it, yours was better. <laughs> so yeah, it's David Ike was the name of the man who first pr- proposed it, and the lizard people to him are tall, blood-drinking lizard aliens who take on human form and infiltrate 
positions of power to rule over humans. I'm pretty sure I've seen that episode of Doctor Who. I haven't, but I can't imagine there was one. I think it was a Tenant episode, actually. The perfect ten. Sorry. So, yeah. What do you think, Brian? Well, our, it's obvious. I, for true. one, welcome our new reptilian yeah, overlords. It's obviously true. <laughs> Clearly. I mean, it's better than what we got going on right now. So, reptilian overlords, take over. Well, I mean, I prefer my shadowy deep state government, actually. So, you know. Well, they're, they're lizard people. Yeah, I know. That's so, why I like them. Yeah. I welcome our new reptilian overlords. Okay. Anything else, Brian? Anything else about lizard people? No, it's a conspiracy born of one schizophrenic, probably schizophrenic man's, you know. Mad, mad Again, readings. I don't know why you're being so dismissive of something that's so clearly true. I know. I just have to avoid the ire of the actual lizard people. You know, you know what? And this is tangentially related. I, I do think that there is like a group of super rich people, Illuminati style, that do in fact run the world. Like the top 1% of the richest people in the entire world probably do run the world. I mean, it's not really secret. In the early 20th century, it was the Rockefellers. So, so I'm pretty sure you would enjoy the Bilderberg conspiracy then. I bet they do that dinner for schmucks thing, too. Now, that would not surprise me in the slightest. Um, do people actually do that? Because I'm not going to lie. It'd be kind of fun. Well, um, I think there's a small percentage of things like that that go on. I think frat houses do stuff like that. I've seen enough American Dad to know about pig parties. <laughs> so, uh, American Dad is our favorite show, by the way. Well, it, well Ethan maybe. and I don't think Brian watches it. but Not really. So funny. But anyways. All right. Go back to me? Yep. Well, I'm going to encourage you to take a large sip of your drinks. Listeners, also take a large sip of your drink. You're going to need it for this next one. Buckle up. There's a lot of expensive equipment here. I should not take that large a sip. All right. There are people who claim that the Holocaust did not happen. Oof. Touching on this bugbear, huh? Oh, we sure are. Um, they assert that if they can discredit one fact about the Holocaust, then the entire event has been faked. Um, they claim that there is no signed document of Hitler saying that they should exterminate the Jews, and therefore the Holocaust itself is a joke. But he wrote a book about it. Brian, do you think these people have read it? Um, they... Uh, the, the deniers uh, claim that the Jews that did perish during that time died from natural call, natural causes or uh, were legitimately executed by Nazis for actual criminal offenses. And Okay, uh, hold the phone <laughs> right there. Yep. Hold the goddamn phone. Okay. What criminal offenses were these? Okay, I, I know they're disputing the number, and I think the number that I see is something like 300,000 instead of 6 million. Something absurdly low. Six million people don't... What just... the hell did 300,000 people that was worthy of being executed? They were Jewish. <laughs> well, no, 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 under, their, under their rationale. I mean, obviously these people actually hate Jews and they're just making up excuses. Also, but... I'm just going to throw it in there. They also assert that um, the Jews and the Allied powers deliberately inflated the numbers of the people who killed. Even though I'm relatively sure there are in fact records of all the people that perished during the Holocaust. Germans are exceedingly efficient and kept very efficient records Here's of the all thing. their murder. You're denying an event that Germany itself admits happened. Like, why would Germany admit to something they didn't I mean, do? In fairness, if Germany said something like, eh, might, might, might not have, we probably would, you know, parachute in there and kick their asses again, just to be sure. Um, the Freedom. Historians uh, say that it's between 5.1 and 6 million based on legitimate available historical sources. And Holocaust deniers say, uh, since you're not sure, you're lying. Oh, yes, because we can pinpoint every single person who was murdered almost 100 years ago. God, why'd you pick this one? It makes me so angry. I know. That's the thing. I was at work one day and there was a cook who, by the way, just bragged about getting out of prison. So clearly, beacon of society. And uh, he was telling one of our other cooks about how the earth is flat and how the Holocaust was a lie. And I was like, my ears are bleeding. I need to go someplace else. I cannot listen to this. Like, my grandpa fought in World War II. That's where he met my grandma who was like fleeing from Nazis. She wasn't Jewish, but I, I, I don't remember the exact details. But she's like fleeing. Is she Catholic? Yeah. There you go. Yep. Is that what it was? Yeah. So she's, she was fleeing. She told me this whole story about how she and her sisters left in the middle of the night without their papers. And this uh, Russian sh soldier told them to hide under the bench so they could get across. And like this whole thing, like my grandparents weren't Jewish, but they were there for that war. Like that shit happened. 
And so, I mean, my, my grandma was in Germany. My grandpa fought in Germany during World War II. So tell me it didn't happen. I mean, it was right. <laughs> at the at the time, especially during the liberation. Well, the yeah, I'm going to say liberation of Germany. The the USSR was getting in first. They beat us to Berlin. They got through Poland and all of those, you know, Auschwitz yeah. and the like. And at first, the Allies didn't believe it because they who could do such a horrible thing. And then the Allies got to the concentration camps in Czechoslovakia and Austria, and we're like, oh, yeah. Yep. And then the Allied High Command made all of their units who discovered these places photograph and video everything. Okay, so we have an entire legal historical record of this crap. There was, I don't know, pretty famous court case. We call them the Nuremberg Trials, where each and every major officer, soldier who had any part in this was brought before a tribunal and judged. All of those records are available free, easy to access. Harvard keeps a special uh, um, archive just for that. The records are right freaking there. I mean, there's not a lot of them left, but if you talk to anybody like who was a Nazi in Germany at that time, they will admit it happened. Like, I don't understand. It was kind of like that episode of Family Guy where he's like, I see you're missing the history of these years. He's like, nothing. We were on vacation. And... He's like, uh, Germany invaded Poland. No, they were on vacation. We were invited. Like, that that's what you sound like. You sound like a crazy person. I think there's just, like... It makes me so angry. I think there's like two types of person that, you know, support this theory. I think the first one is... Anti-Semite? Smartasses who think that they're, they look really clever by claiming something that everybody knows is true to be false. And having all these quote-unquote facts to back them up. There's just people who just like to be contrarian and, like, not even in a good way. Right. And then there's, of course, you know, neo-Nazis, anti-Semites, just generally hateful people who are just trying to make any excuse for why they are literally allied with the most evil group that we have ever run into in the entire history of the world. Can't y'all just join me in my world of ponies and rainbows that everyone gets along? See, that's the thing. They would agree with you entirely that they want to join you in your world of ponies and rainbows, but it can't have any black people, brown people, red people, yellow people. And nothing people but who Protestant are, white folk. People who are in the wrong religion. People who look at them wrong. People who don't make enough money. Um, uh, what's left? Women. Oh, yeah. Well, women have to be there, but only as slaves. Check out incels or the red pill for how women should be used. So, you know, I, I wouldn't even give them the advertising of being like named here. Fathom. I'm just saying somebody, if you Google either of those things, you're going to be very angry. Anyway. Yeah. Can't fathom how somebody would believe that. I don't There's either. I don't get it. overwhelming evidence. Although. The, the closest thing that I could say is that the curriculum and the history for like um, K through 12 was uh, developed to instill patriotism. And some of the things Murder. they told us weren't entirely true. And so I think some people get upset about the fact that they were more or less lied to and then they start questioning, but the, I don't know how you're just coming up with completely false ideas. But I, if I had to guess, that's where it stems from. That could be some of it, but I I just feel like the, the majority of it just comes from anti-Semitism. And oh, absolutely. I, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. There's those two types of people. The one who grew up, Maybe they grew up in a hateful household or something, and they're drawn to that because it explains their worldview. And then there's the other side. People, like Tiffany said, you know, find out that they were lied to in history, and all of a sudden they don't believe a single thing anyone has ever told them. And so they go seeking information about the stuff they were lied about, and my guess is they stumble into the wrong areas of the internet. Yeah, as I say, the internet, you can post anything you want, and people, if it gets repeated enough times, all of a sudden it's true. And the other the other people are just people who are born into racist families, and that's what they grew up hearing, so that's what they parrot and repeat. Um, some people are lucky enough to realize that what they're being told is hogwash and figure it out for themselves. Um but I mean, racism is taught, not born. Like people aren't born racist or hateful. They that's learned behavior. Yeah. So if I could just you know sort of conclude this part by suggesting a source, if anyone wants to read actual factual information about the stuff your history teacher lied to you about, it's a book called Lies My Teacher Told Me by James. Uh, I'm going to ruin this Lewin. So you know, good book. It's a great book. Highly recommended. This Red's Blueberry Ale, by the way, is delicious. Blueberry ale. Yeah. It tastes like a blueberry muffin. You so. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, fine. Fuck you. you ever been 
wandering around in a nice pasture meadow in the middle of a warm, sunny, beautiful day. That's what I do every day. Just wander in the middle of drinking a an ice cold Coors Light. TM. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're not sponsoring us. Don't give them name brand. I mean, I guess I just mentioned mine, but anyway, continue. Sorry. Well, we give name brands to the ones we actually drink. That's why. That's the whole point. Anyways, and you know, you're looking up at the clouds because clouds are beautiful and mysterious. And you see an airplane, a high-flying airplane, a long ways away. And you see it leaving these strange trails in the air. Oh, God. Have have you ever stopped to wonder, what the hell's going on there? Have you? Condensation. No, I was going to say, I don't wonder because I know what it is, but what what is it? That's what they tell you. That's what they want you to think. What is it actually, Ethan? Those are either chemical or biological weapons that are used to control and destroy the populace, man. <laughs> I I really don't understand why people focus on the chemtrail idea so much when there was an actual like government sponsored uh t- multiple government sponsored attempts to study, you know, do illicit studies on the American people throughout history, particularly during and at- immediately after World War II. So, the idea here is that the trails that we see left by high-flying aircraft are some sort of dispersed cloud of um, sinister chemical or biological agent in the atmosphere. And the argument for this is that they hang far too long to be mere condensation. That, you know, a cloud would dissipate, especially if it was just recently made as a condensation cloud, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, to what end have you thought? Do you think people, uh, people think that these chemtrails are used either for one of several purposes to manage solar radiation, which I just think is a, you know, couple of big words that somebody threw together. about like radiation from the sun? Yes. Which is called light usually. (laughs) Well, it could, you know what? Maybe the government's protecting us from those awful UVC rays. That's what oh. we have an ozone layer for. I don't even know if there are UVC rays. They're UV rays. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. Um, it could be. They are manipulating us psychologically by releasing some sort of chemical agent into the atmosphere. How? Manipulating us psychologically how and to do what? Well, that's an excellent question. We breathe it in. Yep. It affects our psyche. Yep. Some would suggest to destabilize society. So all of the unrest you see in the world, all the violence caused by individuals who have just been soaking up these chemicals their entire lives. So kind of like a slower acting version of what they were doing in Kingsman. I was just going to say that. Yes. Or the condemned video game series, if you're curious. I mean, all the violence. Spoilers. The violence in society is clearly just caused by those violent video games. Uh, Another suggestion is that the chemtrails are used to control the human population. Control us how, again? Uh, some sort of chemical um, birth control, my guess, is to prevent us from having too many babies. Have you looked at the population lately? Well, yes, it keeps going up. but Dramatically. In the United States, birth rates have been dropping for you know, a couple decades. That's because there's more freely available like birth control methods. Condoms, pills. Uh, the only birth control method I know about is abstinence. You know, if this was you as a real person, we would be divorced so fast. <laughs> nope, God. not allowed. Mm-mm. Irritating. Doesn't exist. Then I'd murder you. That was just a joke. If he turns up dead tomorrow, I swear it was not me. Okay. So, um, alternatively, going back to my normal voice now. Sorry. Uh, they use these chemtrails to control the weather. This is actually where the conspiracy oh theory God. started. You see, that's the thing, though. They have done tests like that. It's called cloud seeding. They've done it out west particularly what's cloud seeding the idea is you release a large amount of light particulate into the air and you hope that what moisture is in the air will condense on it it will start creating a cloud and you create a chain reaction where are you telling me that the time i commented on really puffy clouds and a co-worker said too bad those are those genetically modified ones from the government oh, no. are you telling me that she was right no because you can't <laughs> genetically modify God. something without genes yep they but, were just really nice clouds, and she told me they were the government-created ones. And I just looked at her and then changed the subject. So, cloud seeding is a thing. It doesn't really work. Not very... say, why would we spend money on that? Because even if it succeeds, all we get is rain. 
Yeah. What good is rain? Okay, another well, question for you. Well, it's good I mean, for California. Drinking areas. That's where it was being you tested. Think poor farmers have the money to pay for that. Also, uh, if you can control the weather, why did we have a blizzard last week and today it was seventy-two degrees? Explain that to me. Global cooling. Nope. Not the ultimate that. conspiracy I really just theory. Push you down the stairs right now. <laughs> not touching that one. All right. Um. So this whole conspiracy theory started. Um, at least it started gaining modern um, traction? traction after a paper was written by someone in the United States Air Force. And it was entirely hypothetical about how the Air Force could potentially, by 2025, look to use the weather as a resource in their engagements. Hypothetical potential. And, of course, somebody took that to mean, we have these abilities now. This is not the Hunger Games, and this world is not like a like a specified dome. You can't just change the weather when you feel like it. Additionally, I wish that'd be cool, but it's not the thing. Additionally, at some point, there was a bill that was considered in Congress about limiting uh, planetary weapons, to touch back on that. Um, and one of the included types of weapons mentioned was um, atmospheric, you know, biological chemical agents dispersed through um, low orbit aircraft which of course people took to mean they acknowledged it they exist uh, <laughs> not generally how that works but so um, the you know uh, last thing I have to say here oh oh no there's one other thing I wanted to mention that I thought was entertaining the followers of this theory create what they call cloud bursters to pr- protect them from chemtrails. They're pipeworks filled with crystals and metal filings that they point at the sky. Which is basically a freaking scarecrow. So that's like that little enamel thing that our coworker made with the copper pellets and wire yeah, in it? Yeah, basically. And the rocks? Yep. To create a hole in the ionosphere. And to stop the helicopters from spying. Yeah. yeah. So... That's all I have to say about that. It's condensation, people! It's in the freaking name! They're called condensation trails. Con trails. God! Okay, sorry. Go ahead. All right, Brian, you up? Uh, Yeah. Flat earthers oh is the next topic. I like this Never one. Never mind, that is how they control the weather, because the earth is flat and it is a dome. Yep, exactly. Rip. Actually, you're just in the Truman Show. We, we just call it the Truman so, Show. Oh my god, no one would watch it. I'm so boring. Flat earth ideas have been around forever. The, plenty of civilizations have believed it. Um, the Greeks got over their belief of a flat Earth in about 330 BC. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't think I can even like do my character of pretending this is real for this one without <laughs> cracking up. So I'm not even gonna try. It's just oh, the, come on, Mac, you can do it. The, okay, 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 go ahead, go ahead, try. Listen, when I was a kid, the only world we had was this one: four corners and flat. I don't know why this one's southern. I have no reason to think that they're more likely to believe in this. Oh, man. Sometimes I just use an accent and go with it. So, modern flat earth theory came around in the mid-1800s by a... Let me see if I can find the name of the group here. Uh, They're like... Where'd it go? Like Zetarians or something? I don't know. It was... Crazy. Okay, Zetetic Astronomy was a book published... By a man named Samuel Robotham, went by the name pseudonym Parallax, in 1840. Yeah, in 1849. Sci-fi words. Yeah. Um, that whole thing lasted about 50 years until it fell apart, and then it got picked up again in the 50s for whatever reason by the International Flat Earth Research Society, and uh, that acronym becomes IFRS. <laughs> I don't know why I chuckle at that, but I do. I, I chuckled at it when I read it, too. Um, the entire flat Earth premise, like their their biggest bit of evidence that they point to is called the Bedford Level Experiment. It was an experiment where they took three barges with uh, poles of equal height on a canal six miles long, perfectly straight, and they measured it with a uh, survey device, and that all lined up perfectly. And they, they proved, well, if the Earth was curved, there should be some curvature, Right. Right. So they said, no, the Bedford experiment proves the Earth is flat. Why? Two problems with it. Well, because, you know, all three poles lined up perfectly when they surveyed it at six miles distance. There was no curve. Two problems with that. One, uh, 
The curvature of the Earth is, if I understand correctly, noticeable at about seven miles distance. Oh, God. And two, um, the primary debunk is the, it's uh, the, where do I, where did I put it? Uh, a Fata Morgana. It's a optical illusion caused by heat differentials in the atmosphere. Um, if you've ever seen pictures of floating ships on the horizon. Yes. That's a Fata Morgana. Okay. It's the illusion of the ghost ship. It's created by heat differentials causing light refraction. And the the strongest theory disproving the Bedford experiment is that light refraction caused the poles to appear to line up because it's this long stretch of still water reflecting sunlight. And of course, they're going to be like, well, that's too complicated. That's still clearly proof of a flat Earth. So... My biggest issue with flat earthers is if you believe that the earth is flat, then you must also believe that the earth is, what, one-sided? It's, yeah, it's a flat sort of upside-down dome-like thing. I don't know. Okay. And if you believe that, why do we see different stars, constellations, and planets in the sky? Well, I was going to say, how do you have day and night if, if it's flat, even if it was still rotating then the sun would still always be shining. I don't know. I went to their, their <laughs> FAQ page and I got really upset and I had to stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how all this goes. That's why I did like the, the base level research because any further and I just get Brian, like Brian, 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 did you get upset because you might be wrong? <laughs> no. Like, you just watch, open your mind, man. You watch a ship sail away over the horizon and it slowly disappears. It's not going to happen if it's flat. It fell off the end of the earth. Boom. Roasted. Science. Is wrong sometimes. That makes you a bitch. <sighs> the other thing is, um, one of the favorite depictions I was looking up when I was looking at flat earthers was one with the Earth centered on the North Pole, the projection used for the uh, UN flag. Mm. Okay. That, that, it's just a map projection, people. <laughs> <laughs> also, what about like our satellites in space that can take pictures of the Don't Earth? exist. Um, oh, what was what was the okay, from the Zetetic Astronomy, the author said, Well, I can sail a ship around the Isle of Man, but that doesn't prove that's a globe. That was his excuse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So you might be wondering why Flat Earth has been popping up in pop culture a little bit recently. Because the internet you can post anything you want. Because NBA star Kyrie Irving of the champion Cleveland Cavaliers recently admitted that he is a flat earther. And many of his fellow uh, basketball players and the reporters that cover them basically tweeted a bunch to mock him. As they should. Although I think at least one other player came out in support. I don't remember who. I know one pretended to come out in support and then later revealed he was, you know, punking him in their vernacular. Uh Uh-huh. Anything else, Brian? No. I mean, it's a basic geometry proves the Earth is a globe. I mean, everything we have ever studied proves the Earth is a globe. It's a globe. <laughs> isn't isn't there, you know, some old story about some old fogey who was able to measure the height of the pyramid because of the shadows at a certain time? Something like that. Uh, I, no. I don't know. Uh, the... I remember the original experiment for measuring the circumference of the Earth was, I think it was Aristotle, was measuring the angle of shadows in a well. Ah. And he was able to calculate the circumference of the Earth to very reasonably accurate, considering it was, you know, 330 BC. But, no, it. I don't understand why this keeps cropping up. It's like people don't want to believe... In well, again, why, why, why do people want to believe this? Here, here's what I don't understand. Is I understand being a critical thinker. You hear something, maybe you question it. That's totally fine, well and good. I understand that. I actually encourage it. I think it's good that if you are not sure on something that you should investigate into it. Maybe don't take everything at face value because sometimes people do lie to you. Like when they tell you that the earth is flat. And I, I get that general distrust, okay? But these people have gone to school, have published peer-reviewed studies and articles and things like that. They have an education, which is actually what I asked that guy at work that was saying that the Earth was flat and the Holocaust didn't happen. I was like, I'm sorry, where's your where's your PhD from? Oh, you don't even have your high school diploma? 
okay, well, maybe leave it to the people with PhDs who've studied this. And I'm sure that if you don't believe them, you think they're making it up, they can give you their evidence. Even if you can't understand it, they can still show it to you and prove that you are wrong. Sounds like elitist fake news to me. Sometimes scientists don't have the time, patience, or crayons necessary to explain some of these things to people. Uh, I always love that insult. It wouldn't work in real life, but in this situation, it does work. But if you said that to someone in real life, they'd just be like... Mm. Well, they wouldn't get it because, again, you didn't have enough crayons <laughs> or time to explain it to them. Uh, yes. All right, Ethan, what you got for us next? All right, what about your last one? I'm saving my last one for last. All right, this last one's pretty quick. Um... Jet fuel can't melt dank memes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, so yes, this please. is a minor part of the overall 9-11 conspiracy. The uh, conspiracy being that the there's too many inconsistencies in the 9-11 terror attacks on the Twin Towers, and there are also related conspiracies tied to the attack on the Pentagon and the United 93 flight, suggesting that it was either A, uh, People knew it was going to happen and did nothing to stop it or, in fact, enabled it. Or B, they did it themselves. Can we can we stop and talk about A for a minute? Sure. Because isn't it proven that we did have, like, some intel that maybe something was going to happen, but it got dismissed? Because I'm pretty sure they get, like, false tips and stuff like that all the oh, time. Yeah. But they did have something, right? And so is that what they're going basically, off of? Basically, now, uh, granted, my knowledge of uh, the exact, what, what happened leading up to 9-11 is a little foggy. But if I recall correctly... Each of our major, like, investigative, criminal, and, you know, intelligence agencies had small bits of information that, had they all been combined, would have been made it very clear what was about to happen. That it was not. So. Um, so, basically, yeah, that's the conspiracy theory. And part of that is that jet fuel, part of what was, you know, causing the fire in the Twin Towers after the airplane struck them, does not burn at a temperature high enough to melt steel. And therefore, the towers should not have collapsed. Okay. Number of problems with that. I mean, this one is very easy to debunk, and that's why I picked it from right. I'll start. I'll start the first one. Uh, it wasn't only jet fuel that was burning in that fire. It was also everything else inside the building that was flammable, burning. And I do backyard blacksmithing. I'm not good at it, but I can <laughs> melt steel. You made that really nice bottle opener uh, this one right here I yeah in my hand i wouldn't call it very nice but it's a bottle opener it's it a, works. Yeah. take the damn compliment it looks like a thing i don't know why you twist the handles all the time though oh it looks cool i mean leaving it just a flat bar of metal seemed boring to me anyway anyway you can use like just a, a few bits of wood to heat up metal hot enough to bend it like a pretzel Hell, steel- but, but that doesn't melt it why would the towers fall well okay if you take a wet noodle Stretch it out at length, and then put a brick on top of it. What happens? I mean, the noodle's not going to stand up on its own, Brian. <laughs> okay, take a noodle, stand it up. Take a number of noodles, stand them up, and put a brick on top of them so they stay up. And then wet the center of the noodles. What happens? Okay, but I would never do that because I would put the noodles in a bowl, put sauce in oh them, and God, eat them. I'm seriously Debunked. push you down the stairs. <laughs> oh, just, my God. I'm just trying to provide you the sort of thought process you would get from a conspiracist. The point being, I don't even have to get metal glowing hot to be able to hold the ends of the bar and bend it like a pretzel. Yes. The steel, the structural steel of the towers would have been heated up to, I don't even know what jet fuel burns at. If it, if it gets even to 500 degrees Fahrenheit, the steel loses its structural integrity. Yep. And I mean, what about the simplest explanation? I mean, obviously all the other stuff applies too. An airplane just hit the fucking building. That's the thing. The original builder of the Twin Towers... Uh, boasted that not even a 737 could bring his tower down. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, really? God. Yeah. Really? That's just like he had seen. You're like tempting fate. It's had, actually that guy's fault for saying He it. had just seen the movie Titanic where they said the ship was unsinkable and was like, that's a great marketing tactic. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, this was a documentary about 9-11 I watched years ago, but supposedly he designed the building in such a way that it was structurally, I don't know, compartmentalized. So that the entire tower wasn't being supported by, like, a single weak yeah. point. Problem being, when the top of a tower collapses and all of that momentum goes down, if the rest of the tower is also weakened, yeah. the whole thing's going down. Wasn't the other theory that it was it was going to go down anyway, so there was a controlled demolition to try and That's control they, they it? They say they added explosives, which is, I mean, 
And how did they get those in there? Have they were they just always in there? Well, it was the, the people. Or? It was the government. So obviously, the government can achieve any conspiracy theory it wants without anyone telling, without anyone noticing. So I mean, despite I the fact that our government can't keep even the simplest of secrets ever, right? That's why people are like, oh, Illuminati. I'm like, there's no way that's real. Because you know what? You're a really shitty secret society if everyone knows about you. I mean, I'll say, if nobody else knows, Russia knows. You know what the real conspiracy theory is? And now they can sing like a canary if they want to. There's a secret society out there just like the Illuminati, but they use the Illuminati as a shield. It's turtles all the way down. It's turtles all the way down. So, I mean, um, finally, you know, there was a large steel tower that caught... Regular ass fire somewhere. I want to say Qatar, but I'm not 100% on that. Um, and what do you know? The tower collapsed because when steel gets hot, you can bend it. Yep. Debunked. Get that trash science shit out of here. Okay, go ahead. Well, the next one I got is the JFK assassination. Particularly, there were two shooters. That's the theory anyway. It was a conspiracy by... The Mafia, CIA, Russians, Illuminati, Lizard People. Why in the world would all those groups work together? <laughs> what common goal could they possibly have? I have heard every argument for every organization that was responsible for JFK's assassination. Hell, apparently it was the Watchmen who did it. Oh, That's, well, that just makes sense. Yeah. The comedian, man. Yeah. yeah. But it's just a lot of the theories are based on... A lack of evidence. Um, I think you mentioned earlier the inconsistency of observers. Yeah. Um, another one was the confiscation of uh, film of the incident. Wait, so do some people rely on the fact that different people reported gunshots coming from different places? Yes. That is notoriously inconsistent. Yep. And every do single Do you know shooting. how bad witness testimonies are? Terrible, yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Um, I'm... <sighs> So the thing is, uh, one of the points was that a lot of people had their film confiscated and had never had it returned. Okay. okay one, the authorities are going to want every angle of this show. Yeah, they, they get. want all the evidence they could possibly Two, get. Two, it was the investigation of the assassination of the president. No shit that shit's going to be <laughs> classified for a while. Come on. Um, apparently in the 70s, um, I don't know if how familiar you guys are with particularly the Zapruder. Zapruder, maybe? Yeah, film. The film. Um, in in one of the scenes, there's a, a woman known as the Babushka Lady. She's a little old lady with a headscarf on, uh, who is also filming. Everybody's always talking about, well, we got to find that angle because that angle was pointed at the grassy knoll, and that would be definitive proof. Apparently, some woman came forward in the '70s claiming to be the Babushka, Babushka woman, and she said, "Well, I, you know, I had my some men came to my. They might have been FBI. They might have been CIA. They asked for. They said they would develop my film and then never returned it. Well." Okay, any evidence that you are who you're saying you are? No? Well... You're just a crazy old lady making claims? You could be right, but you can't prove it. So what good is that? And then, you know, again, it's reports of people saw smoke from the grassy knoll or um, all there of... There may the, have been someone smoking out there. By God! <laughs> um, or a lot of people talked, or I think there was one point that said a lot of the people who were up on the bridge, the overpass, who would have had a view of the grassy knoll, all their interviews disappeared. I don't know. I, like I said, they probably I, didn't disappear. They probably how would just you know that? Do any of these people work for the FBI or yeah, the CIA? How would you know if their interview disappeared? Maybe it's classified because they revealed a severe weakness in the security detail of the United States president that they didn't want replicated in a future situation. And therefore, they couldn't release it because they were afraid what might happen in the future. You're talking almost as fast as I do. That was impressive. <laughs> I'm rubbing off on you. Just, there, there are so many different things. We're doing a lot of fun things with my voice today. Apparently. And I just feel like it comes down to the fact that the president was just shot by some crazy guy. And a bunch of people freaked the fuck out because the president just got shot. Yeah. I'm doing it again. And that was probably a horrifying thing to see, too. Well, I mean, if you've ever seen the Zapruder film, you can literally see his head explode. It's I, uh, gory. I made the mistake of watching, uh, and I'm not going to give you the details because you're going to look it up and you're going to regret it. There was a senator, and basically uh, he killed himself on live TV. And for some reason, the footage is allowed on YouTube. And it I've was horrifying, that. and I watched it. And I don't know why I regret it. And it bothered me for like a good month. And if I think about it, and I'm not I'm thinking about it. it. It really bothered me. And I play violent video games. I love horror movies. But man, if that didn't just really fuck me up for a while. So I can imagine how horrifying that probably was. And I, I wouldn't want to see that footage either. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. Debunked. Get your trash history crap out of here. <laughs> Anything else? Um, no, I mean, I could, I could keep going. Everybody keeps going with this. Um, another one was um, who shot uh, Lee Harvey Oswald? 
I don't remember his name, but yeah, I do but, remember a lot of people saying he was a plant. Uh, everybody, a lot of there's a theory that he was a low level mafioso, and yeah. the mafia basically said, "If you do this, we'll bump you up." I mean, okay, so one of the most beloved presidents in modern history had just gotten shot in the face, and everybody knew who did it. Yeah, Splatter I mean, all there over were probably blood. a lot of people who thought they would kill him and get glory for it. Yeah. Mm. Another thing I saw, it was uh, the wife on what is it, Air Force One. After that, they were going someplace else, and they were swearing in the vice president who took over. Is that right? Lyndon. Yeah. yeah. LBJ. And there was a dude with, like, a weird grin on his face. Like, Lin- a sinister, like, or, like, winking or making some weird face that you're like, that does not look appropriate for the situation. And it looked like he was in on it. That's the one thing I saw. I mean, that's another theory that Lyndon B. Johnson actually orchestrated it to get I become yep. president. Lyndon B. Johnson was one calculating mofo, man. Look up that picture, though. It's really... Uh, I it- mean, it... Looks weird. Was it Lyndon B. Johnson who liked to call people on the phone and talk about his penis? I have no idea. There was a president who really liked to do I wouldn't that. be surprised if our current president did that. Yeah, probably. You know it's going to turn up like, uh, the, uh, what was it, the the candidate? No, what is when it? When I hold it in my hands, it looks huge. It's not called the candidate. What is it with Zach Galifianakis and Will Ferrell? Oh, the campaign. The campaign. You know someone has an, a voicemail like that from Trump. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, I don't think anything could stick to him anymore. He literally admitted to sexual assault. So yeah. yeah. Disgusting. But the po- also, let's not forget, at one point we had a senator named Wiener that sent out dick pics. Like, come on, man. Come on. You're making it too easy for the tabloids. <laughs> no. It's just, uh, there's uh, so many things. Like, the assassination of JFK was messed up, unexpected, and he was a beloved president. Everybody freaked out. So, of course, there's going to be inconsistencies and, you know, things aren't going to fit quite right together. It was a... People panicked. People, you know, people didn't know how to react. I don't know. So. Since we're talking about uh, people's testimony not being accurate, the last one that we're going to talk about is the Berenstain, Berenstain Bears conspiracy theory. Now, this one's just kind of like a fun, goofy one to end, you know, the day on since some of the other ones were kind of rage-inducing. So the theory is... It used to be the Berenstein Bears, E-I-N. And at some point, I believe it was in 2016, possibly 2015, we split off into an alternate universe where now it is the Berenstain Bears, A-I-N. Um, people refuse to believe that maybe just their memories were wrong. What is what is this? The Berenstain Bears? What are they? What is this? It's a children's book series. I've never heard of it. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's, I remember being Berenstein Bears, but like, I don't really care. I was also a young child. I was going to say, I was in elementary school. Yeah, that came out like over 20 years ago. Like, no, I don't distinctively remember if it was Berenstein or Berenstain. Um, They call it as what's referred to as the Mandela effect, which is um, where people are more inclined to believe their own memory over like things that are proven as fact. Yeah. There was, Um, yeah. There was a a study done. believe it was shortly after 9-11, a professor had all of his students write down what they were thinking, what they were doing that day. And then uh, it was like four or six, however many years later, he brought them all back and said, write down what you were doing and thinking that day. They all wrote it down. And then he showed them what they had written just prior to the event. And it was it was all different. Every student or almost every student just said, no, no, what this is right. What they had just written was right and that the old stuff was wrong. That's a so, fast-thinking professor to give people a sheet of paper. You know, like, that's hey. weird because... Well, like I said, it wasn't the day of, but it, it might have been the same year. Oh, okay. I remember because I was old enough to know it was bad, but not old enough to realize how serious it was. And I made some really cringy comments that still keep me up at night. So I remember what happened because I still cringe about it. So I for sure could still tell you what happened. Yep. I remember very clearly that my dad and I were watching a weather broadcast that morning, and it was uh, they showed the cut of the the skyline of New York, beautiful, bright blue, sunny day. And I just remember the weather broadcaster being like, "What a beautiful morning!" And you know, New York. I remember I was at school. I'm um, in middle school. I was going to band, and I remember passing my choir teacher's room, and she was watching the TV with this weird look on her face, and I was like, "That's a weird face you're making." And just went to band, and I remember all day. I don't think we did anything. Um, I remember making my really horrible, cringy comment in my health class while we were just sitting and watching, and I don't know, it wasn't... I just remember that, we didn't... Those are the two things that I remember. I just remember we didn't do anything all day, and all yeah. the teachers had the TV on yeah, all day. same. 
Radio in this case, but yes, we didn't have TVs. <laughs> oh my yeah. God, your school was so ghetto. The day the world changed. Yeah. For us, not for the world. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, there you go. And that that's something that we could definitely make into a part two is just um, alternate universes and multiverse theory. Because I think that, that in itself is fascinating. And I like to think that somewhere... Uh, Another Tiffany made all of the correct decisions and is living the absolute perfect life. You're not living the perfect life now? No. I believe it is the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy theory of the universe that anytime somebody understands the meaning of life, the universe, and everything, the universe immediately blinks out of existence and is replaced by an infinitely more improbable universe. So, I mean, multiverse theory, and then the other thing would be kind of like the butterfly effect, whereas, like, one small decision can change your life, which I 100% believe in. There are little tiny decisions that I have made, things that are seemingly innocent, but have had a huge impact on my life. You know, turning right instead of left that day makes a huge difference on your life. So I, I 100% believe that it's possible for there to be different universes where you made the opposite decision and things went differently for you. Yeah. All right. Well, that that does have to be a whole to- another topic because I could just go on and on about alternate universe theory. So. I think that's interesting. Maybe we'll do that sometime. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Next week we'll be talking about... So, I'm about to conclude my very last day as a student tomorrow. And uh, in the spirit, I think next week we will talk about student loans. Hooray! And sort of the um, cooperative effect with the U.S. economy. So how did you put it? Student loans, the economy, and you. Yeah. What you need to know. Exactly. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Google, and Stitcher. And we'll see you guys next week.